a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Oh, wait, is this thing on? It is on. I am recording and I am once again embarrassing you, my dear listeners, with my not so great voice, but the holiday spirit remains. Happy holidays to all of you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. We wish you all the best and we hope you're having a very beautiful and jolly time as we wrap up 2023. And guys, we are so happy with today's guests. They are an Australian hit-making machine that they've been around since 2009. From Australia, they recently relocated to Nashville, Tennessee. Ladies and gentlemen, Shepard. So we welcome on the show Emma Shepard, George Shepard, and Amy Shepard. They are part of the band Shepard, duh. But they've been around making music for so long and so many hits, guys. I mean, Dance on the Sun is their new song, and it is the third taste of their new music from their upcoming fourth studio album due in 2024. The band has now clocked up 1.2 billion combined streams across their catalog, including a song that I'm sure you've heard, 2014's global hit, Geronimo. Plus classics like Coming Home, Let Me Down Easy, Learning to Fly, and uh, On My Way, which was on Eurovision, that huge, huge global show. So, um, yeah, Shepard is an incredible band, and they just moved to Nashville, and they are already kicking butt here in Tennessee. So we're so thrilled to have them as neighbors, and we can't wait to see what they um, they go on to do here. They're going to kick ass. So um, enjoy the chat, guys. For more information, www.wearesheppardwith2ps.com. And uh, welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Well, well, well. Hello. What's up? This is exciting. <laughs> How are you doing, Jared? Shepard is here. Australian hit makers. Been making hit songs for 14 years now. And of course, for my audience, the newest banger, Dance on the Sun, out now. And the newly, newly minted residents of Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Amazing, amazing. Where are you guys right now? Are you guys in your your new Nashville compound? Uh, yes, we're we're in my apartment, which is uh, in in Nashville, obviously. But uh, we're um, right on, George. Right on. Yeah. Got my studio. Nice, nice. Apologies for the mess. It's it's, it's a bit messy, <laughs> but no no time no time for for cleaning when you're making hits. No, exactly, exactly. That's that's how I'm going to put it. And uh, it started to get cold recently, by the way. A Amy and Emma, good to see you guys. Are you guys dreaming of Australian beaches yet? You're, you know, news are homefuls. Is that like oh, into yeah. your dreams? I think I mean, seeing everybody in Australia, all of our friends going to the beach, and uh, that's when you start to get a bit jealous. Yeah, we're spending Christmas in the pool with us, fresh seafood and champagne. So it's going to be a bit of a, a sea change. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah, inside or rugged up, um, sipping on hot chocolate, probably. <laughs> but all kidding aside, how is the transition going? And, and everyone can chip in. I mean, I'm genuinely curious in the sense that, you know, guys, in Australia, obviously you guys have been pioneers, 
Aria Awards, you know, AFL Grand Prix, the, the performers, the whole thing for the final. And Nashville is a whole new canvas, you know, a new slate, if you will. How would you describe this transition, guys? I mean, it's, it's obviously uh, a big move for us. Um, like you said, you know, we were very established in Australia. We were, we were comfortable, you know, we had uh, all these great sort of connections and we were playing shows. And then you come over to Nashville and it's sort of like, it's almost like starting again, you know, where we have to, uh, you know, remind people who we are and we have to do all these like showcases and, and, and tell people, okay, look, we're here. We, we're, we're, we're ready to, um, you know, be in America. We, we have an album coming out next year and we obviously wanted to do as well as possible in the United States, which was the reason for the move. But, um, you know, it's, it's a very exciting move for us, but it's also, it's also kind of daunting and, and scary in a way because yeah, essentially we have to, we have to start again in a new country. But um, you know it's part of the challenge, and and we're we're really excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. Amy and Emma, but like adding to what George says, isn't it almost like the perfect time for you guys to kind of take this step? And what I mean is, you know, like George got married. You know, you guys have partners as well. There's like a solid like family kind of core behind the operation. And you know, you could have done this move 10, 12 years ago, but in a way, you know, doing it now, I, I seem it seems like there's more structure beneath the shepherd, no? Yeah, I think we've got such a solid base back home in Australia. I think, you know, if we did want to go home or if it all failed tomorrow, we always have Australia and um, Europe as well. But I think um, had we moved any time before, you know, it just wasn't a great time for whether it was partners or whether we, we were having shows in Australia, like the AFL Grand Final, for example, there was never a right time. But finally, we, so we saw our opportunity, like it's now or never because we're all in our 30s now and you know we don't have kids yet but I think not having kids has made it really a little bit easier to move over and before all of that happens we just really yeah. want to give it one more shot yeah absolutely I, I don't know if you guys have noticed uh with the kids thing you know obviously you know we have a lot of the mutual same mutual friends and you know for touring musicians that like kids question it's almost like a limiting belief Amy but I don't know if you've noticed that in Nashville people seem to make it work right like they're like if, if, if there's a will there's a way you know yeah, exactly. It um, it's great to see the especially female and females in the industry really making it work with kids. You know, they just take their kids on tour, or they a lot of the songwriters here will work within school hours, which um, I love because I'm not really a night owl. But George struggles with the the morning starts. <laughs> did you just wake up, George? Is that what it's like one p.m. Central? Did you like just run out of bed? Pretty much, yeah. We, we've been riding all week. So we had this guy in town, Jolly and Petch. He was from Australia. He came and we, we did six days straight riding. Um, and, and he left this morning. Amazing. So it was a sleep-in day for sure. Go ahead, Amy. Sorry. No, I was that there definitely is a way. I think it, it is scary. It's like, oh, it's, it's all going to – you have to put all your time and energy into a kid when you have it and you have no life except for this child. And I just don't think that's true anymore. I think we just have so many – um, opportunities to Absolutely. be and to still do what we love, and we're lucky that we've got a family group. So it's not That's just what I was going to say like, doing it alone. Yeah, and we're like we can't all have kids at the same time because we need each other's hands. And yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe you can go first. Yeah, why <laughs> you go first? <laughs> I think Pink is a good example of that as well. You know, sure. she's, she takes her daughter everywhere with her, and um, you know, she can be this absolute superstar at the top of her game, and also be a, a fantastic mother at the same time. I think that's a, she's, she's someone to look up to for sure. Absolutely. And guess for my audience that may not know, I mean, Amy, in a way you are to blame for, for all this. Yes. Correct. Because it was you as a child 
that kind of started the band, right? I mean, I know you've told this story a million times, but, you know, here here was George, you know, a drama student in Sydney, and he's the one that kind of helped you out, like, finish a song. Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, so I was at um, university, and one of my assignments was to write an EP and to produce it and market it. It was like a whole package deal that I had to learn how to do. And uh, George was in Brisbane at the time, and I was like, oh, can you do some harmonies? Like, do you have any ideas for this song? Not even knowing that he could sing. And then he came in, had all these great ideas, and we really worked well together. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, from that moment on, we started writing music. We got some recording sessions, and it's really just been snowballing since then. So yeah, it's amazing what, um, yeah, how siblings can work together. Because yeah, we haven't killed each other yet, which is actually a miracle. I'm dragging it. She dragged you into the business. Yeah. Yeah. She's a blade. And um, guys, let's talk a little bit about Dance on the Sun because, you know, it's it, it's a beautiful song. It's it's really catchy and, you know, it's going to it's gonna have long legs. But what really matters and I think it's beautiful is the message. And I think, George, Emma, you can chip in as well. And it is about finding gratitude, you know, even in the midst of negativity, even in the midst of the hardest times. It kind of speaks of that hero's journey, right? How... Mm-hmm. How like, you know, uh, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And um, I-, I think that, you know, Shepard has so many beautiful core values that he shares with his music. And this is one of them. If you if you don't mind expanding on that a little, George. And Emma. Sure, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I feel like especially in the last couple of years, uh, a lot of people have been doing doing it tough. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of darkness in the world. And we, we kind of wanted to write a song that was was in defiance of that and and sort of reassuring people that, no matter how dark it is, you know, the, the sunrise is not too far away and you've just got to hold on until, until you can, you know, dance in the warmth of the sun once again. And, and, uh, I, you know, that's essentially the, the, the core of the, the song is, is about resilience and, and reassurance that, yeah. um, yeah, no matter how hard times could be, uh, and, and, and a lot of the album themes kind of re- revolve around this, this idea of, uh, you know, rebirth and a new dawn sunrise, uh, you know, just holding on until until you can and get back to the sun the sunlight so that's kind of i i guess in in a way dance on the sun is the is the core song of the album in in a way because it, it is the song that touches on that thing that the strongest i mean it would be interesting to see what you thought of the song because it's so different from what we normally release yeah. which was a bit scary for us but we just felt like we wanted to show another side of us as well yeah did you get that from that? Like, did you think it was a Shepherd song? I did. I did. Um, and, and what I told George, Emma, I think that, you know, one of the most beautiful things about Shepherd in general, I think, is, that, is like the state that he gets people in. That's why you guys are so beloved. But then when you add like a message like this, I think that this can be like, this is like a next level that people really need to hear. There's people struggling and there's people that think there's going to be, you know, nothing on the other side. And by you guys kind of like spreading this through your tour and through your album, I think, I think it's very powerful, Emma. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. God, but anyway, got deep here. But it, let me get, let me ask you guys about about Geronimo here for one second, if you'll indulge me. You know, it's coming on ten years uh, now that that the song just exploded into into everywhere. I mean, I remember I was in Miami once, like at a grocery store, and you know, just getting milk. It there it is. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Do you guys still to this day? Like you guys are no, you guys are not in no danger of being a one-hit wonder. Like that, that ship has passed. Now that that that's passed, you guys paint yourself with gratitude, kind of at, you know, this song, the little song that could still going. It it is still going, and it still is everywhere. 
<laughs> we're constantly getting messages from people like kids nowadays singing the song 10 years later at school which is yeah really really cool to see and now we're also getting 18 year olds coming up to us being like oh your song is like the, the theme of my childhood we're like huh what like no How old we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is so funny but it's really great to have a song that really connects with so many people uh, i think a lot of people think that one hit wonders is a bad word but even if we only ever had geronimo make it out there we we would be happy because that's that's the goal it's to have a song that connects with so many people is just um unlike anything really there's no way to describe how amazing it is to still 10 years later be talking about geronimo and still connecting with it mm. yeah we're very we're very grateful for a song that is connected with the entire world essentially you know people even people that you meet randomly on the street here and you start talking you know waiting for a cup of coffee or something and it's like oh what are you doing in nashville oh we're in a band um oh what, what's your band called uh shepherd you know you might know the song geronimo they're like oh my god of course i know that song and <laughs> it's just it's it's kind of permeated through culture in a way that we would have never predicted which is absolutely you know has been a dream for the last 10 years and uh yeah we're very grateful to have a song that's that's done that Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. Just a couple more questions. Amy, let me ask you about, you know, you, you have a wonderful voice and, and I know that you have solo kind of projects as well that you can do on the side a little bit. What can you tell us about that? What have you learned, you know, by going to the Bluebird Cafe and being in songwriters with in, in Music Row and, and kind of where, where that is going? I'm sure a lot of people want to hear that. Yeah. So I actually grew up listening. Well, we all grew up listening to country music. Our dad is a huge fan and he would wake us up listening to Dolly Parton and blasting all the, the classics. Uh, and it was the 90s then. So it was all like I was obsessed with Shania Twain and there was an Australian artist called Casey Chambers who I've now connected with, which is really cool. But um, for a long time, I've loved country music and I've always had this itch to continue writing country music because that's where I first started writing music. And um, obviously, natural, Shepherd took a natural path which I love and I still, I love pop music. I love writing pop music, um, but I just always had that itch to do country music. So in 2019, I went to a festival in Australia called CMC Rocks and I saw what some of the artists were doing and they were blending pop with country. I was like, I feel like I can do this. Like this is kind of the music that I love to write. I just didn't really know that there was a market for that. So um, I, I wrote a song. I sent it off to um, Casey Chambers. was one of them who's that, that Australian artist I mentioned earlier. And she was like, this is amazing. You should, you should really pursue it. I said to my manager and he's like, this is great. Like, let's do a trip to Nashville. So um, before the pandemic, I got to come to Nashville and I just was open to a whole new, opened up, a whole new world opened up to me. It was just like nothing I'd ever seen. The songwriters, the music culture, and just the whole city was just vibing with music. So um, I wrote about like five songs, came back to Australia, pandemic hit, um, so it was a long time coming and trying to, trying to get all the songs out there, but now I've released an EP and, uh, working on releasing more singles and hopefully that will eventually eventuate into an album. But yeah, it's been fun, it's been a huge learning curve. I think it's made me a better songwriter as well, being able to collaborate with people who I normally wouldn't even think to collaborate with. And I just think, yeah, it's made me a better songwriter. She's dragged soul to Nashville. Yeah, I went back to family. I was like, I've just found the most amazing city in the world. I'm going to pack your bags. Fantastic, fantastic, guys. Well, let, let me leave you guys with this. Uh, Amy, George, and Emma, what is something positive that surprised you, you know, living in Nashville that you didn't expect? That, you know, you're like, wow, that's that's cool. The people. Yeah. 
hundred percent. It's 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 the most hospitable, welcoming place that we've ever visited in our lives. I think, you know, the people here are just so lovely and friendly and and willing to help and are so excited to uh, hear about your journey and and help in any way that they can. Um, you know, we, we were invited to uh, you know a family's Thanksgiving after one meeting. You know, we just met these people and they were so happy to have us there for their uh, you know close family Thanksgiving and things like that, where it's just uh, more generous than we could have ever expected here. Everybody is so friendly and lovely. Um, I think that's been a, not a shock, but it's, it's, it's definitely been a, an eye-opening experience to see how amazing the people here are and, and just, yeah, how welcoming we, how, how welcome we feel here. Yeah. Well, guys, we're very, you know, thank you for, thanks for the time. And we're very, very lucky to have you guys here in Nashville. You guys bring some great music, some great art, and most importantly, some great values. Uh, and, and we really appreciate that. And we look forward to cross paths with you. Oh, wait. so Thank excited you. to be here. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Right. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.